In the New Testament book of 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul writes these words. Now, if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say there is no resurrection? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. Yes, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he has raised up Christ whom he did not raise up, if in fact the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most pitiable. Those are powerful words. Sometimes I'm not sure that churchgoers fully understand the weight of what Paul's argument is. Let me sum it up. Paul's primary point is this. If Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified, did not rise from the dead, then Christianity is completely pointless. Close it up, pack it in, go home. It's over. The resurrection is essential to the Christian faith. But you may say, people don't rise from the dead. And that's not a new objection. That's exactly what Paul was addressing within just 25 years of the actual resurrection. If Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, Paul says, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection from the dead? So that's what people were saying both then and now. It's not a new objection. But here's the amazing thing. Paul, just a couple of paragraphs before this weighty passage, says, For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by witnesses. Witnesses like Peter, James, John, Thomas, Bartholomew, and some 500 other eyewitnesses, many of whom were still alive at the time that Paul sent this letter to the Corinthian church just 25 years after Jesus had been crucified and rose from the dead. So that means that had you had wanted to substantiate Paul's message and to substantiate the resurrection of Jesus within just a couple and a half decades after the event took place, you could have tracked down the eyewitnesses at that time and asked them to confirm or deny it. And apparently none of the people denied it. So Yeah, people don't rise. They don't typically rise from the dead. That's what makes the resurrection of Christ so important, powerful, and magnificent. Now still, as a skeptic, you might say, but the dead do not rise. What makes you think that this actually happened? Well, on that question, I like very much what the historian and New Testament scholar, Dr. Gary Habermas, has called the minimal facts argument for the resurrection. Habermas explains that the following statements are accepted as factual, even by skeptical critics of the crucifixion hypothesis. This is the statement from Dr. Habermas. Jesus died by crucifixion. His followers, disciples, had experiences that they believed were appearances of the risen Jesus. These experiences were so impactful that the lives of these disciples were radically altered, such that they went about the world of their day declaring that they had seen Jesus alive after his crucifixion. 
and they were willing to die for the belief that they had that he had raised from the dead. This message of his resurrection was proclaimed very early, within just a matter of months after Jesus had risen from the dead. From what we can tell, immediately after the crucifixion, and what is amazing is that the skeptics of Jesus, including his brother James and a Pharisee named Saul, also had resurrection experiences that transformed them from skeptics to committed believers in Christ. So, according to these minimal facts, the best explanation seems to be that Jesus of Nazareth was crucified, but he is risen. And that's a heavy statement and something to think about. We'll see you next time.